0: Welcome to our show Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean your host and I have the amazing the best ever I would say co-host in the world my friend and beautiful actor he is Paul Vato. Hey Paul how's it shaking? Hi you?
1: AJ you are too kind but all those words are true so <laughs> might as well say it so thank you AJ thanks for having me. I'm well, so excited about tonight's show with uh with Jason I've been um i'm I'm a big fan and i've been wanting to talk to him for the longest time so this is fantastic thank you
0: me too me too and uh let's give a very warm welcome to jason quarter of quarter productions he is an actor writer producer and again uh the founder of quarter productions hey jason it's so so great to have you here on our show how are you
2: I'm doing great, thank you, AJ. But Paul, I, I think, you know, I'm not sure you're gonna be as big a fan after you see, you know, the nitty gritty work. Um, it was never good. No, I'm just kidding. But um, it's wonderful to be here, guys. i uh been looking forward to this for a long time and uh, really, really looking forward to the conversation.
0: We have too. And, you know, we all met on Clubhouse, which is phenomenal, many, many months ago. And here we are, again, and now in meeting in in virtual reality, and it's truly, truly amazing. And so I'm so thankful that you're here. And now, have you two met before on Zoom?
2: Not on Zoom, just on Clubhouse,
1: I think. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah I haven't had the pleasure on Zoom. Yeah, but definitely on Clubhouse. And uh, you made some, you know, great offers when we were running those rooms on Clubhouse, and and uh, you're just so knowledgeable on film filmmaking acting singing everything and uh getting people to film in africa so you're just such a big proponent of that so thank you for sharing all that when we were on clubhouse
2: absolutely it was my pleasure i i remember you very well and connecting with you there and your voice and uh i love your humor uh, thank you as well which is nice you know there's not enough humor i think in in much of anything. I was mentioning to AJ before about my obsession with Monty Python, so. um.
0: Yes, it's so, so true, Jason. I love humor, and I think that is so needed in our world. And Paul, you are a very funny guy, and so we appreciate your humor. Um, and, And so thank you for that, Jason. And speaking of wonderful and fun things, we've got two great movie posters on screen. We've got Stay, where it says, um, this movie poster, it's so cool. Check it out, Paul and everybody. Can love survive? She's black and he's white. So we wanna talk about that first, but also I just wanna mention, um, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. You also composed uh, a wonderful piece for that. We're gonna talk about that in a minute, but let's get to Stay. Stay is this incredible um, 2013 to 2016 TV series. It's a drama that you wrote composed you're the casting director you produced it tell us what is a what it's about i love the poster take it away jason
2: oh thank you so much aj yeah that was uh, a lot of fun and, and in in some ways it's still going and i'm very much you know working now on a on a season three um i sorry i saw my lighting was doing some crazy stuff there uh But um, stay was something I conceived of while I was in Kenya. And I think it came, as I said, lived there a long time. And I think it came out of my own experiences now with, it's a long personal story, but let's just say that after a long marriage, et cetera, uh, I I found myself essentially in Kenya now, you know, sort of older as a single male. And so I started to have relationships, you know, with, with women there. And um and so it was born out of that and and born out of the kind of comedy and drama that I think are present in all well certainly in all relationships but but in this case in in sort of uh, interrelational interracial and intercultural experiences um and so there yeah it was really born out of my own personal experiences in that way and so I started to write it and then I found the funding for it and I pulled together a team of these young amazing Kenyans and we shot the entire thing in my house and you know it was all just a really um sort of beautiful experience and we managed to get it on we we sort of had this deadline to get it on national TV and we managed to get it on one of the three kind of the NBC ABC CBS of Kenya we we managed to get it on one of those just in time uh based on what our sponsor wanted our sponsor was a company called Nokia which is no longer in existence. But at the time, they were in existence. I think they were bought by Microsoft, right, eventually. But at the time, they had a presence, actually, amazingly, in East Africa. And so we did a lot of product placement of Nokia phones in season one. Um, and they essentially paid for the entire thing. I mean, it was a very, very low budget. I'm happy to even tell you what that was. You w- I think you'll laugh if you knew. But Um, We had, we used, you know, really, we used great, we used a red camera, you know, we made it look very cinematic. So, um, yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful experience. And again, something very personal. And a lot of my work since then are just in general, because of my own experiences, touches on inter, uh, interracial, intercultural uh, dynamics and relationships, uh, touches on the outsider experience, uh, which is something that I, in a way, had the pleasure of experiencing on some level, I guess you could say, because of where I was. Um, and so a lot of my work and all my films since then touch on on similar subjects as well.
0: This is so important. And I love this theme because you are bringing the world together. We need more of this and it needs to be continued. Um, and so this beautiful story that you have written and produced and I even owned a Nokia phone. I remember that, Jason. Um, I love it. I love that that you um, immersed yourself. And um, now Kenya is in your heart, isn't its It's a part of you. You will always have that. Tell us about what you loved about that living there and the experience and the people.
2: Um, I mean, there's so much. Uh, obviously, um, just I mean, just to sort of give a general, it, it is a really extremely beautiful country. I not I think most people associate it with you know the game parks, which you know, of course are beautiful. Um, but it is kind of, in a way it has that same uh, geographical uh, variation that California has. So it has deserts and very high mountains and sort of grasslands and beaches cetera, and jungle. Etc. All within one country, um, it is a very interesting place in that way. I think it, in some ways, it's the most accessible country in the entire continent for foreigners to come to. I would say, on some level. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I would speak to the ingenuity of young Kenyans, uh, just in general. I mean, not to take away from everyone, but just. I, I just, when I was there, and I, I've had this echoed in colleagues, even that I'm working with now, um, there really is a, an extremely high level of talent yeah. there, an extremely high level of expertise. I don't know if you know, a lot of people don't know this, it's it's actually one of the tech hubs now of definitely of Africa, and actually one of the tech hubs of the world as well. There's a There's incredible you know, coders and developers there. So it's 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 a very talented, very beautiful place. And yes, I mean the people are, you know, totally amazing. There's a real range, though, kind of range, I guess, in a way that most Westerners wouldn't know. But once you're there for a long time, you know, within the within the people within the country, there is um, a real range, you know, as as well, even just of of people's appearances and um, et cetera. So, um, no, I, I feel, I feel very extremely privileged to have had the chance to spend the time there and, and learn from them. And I think this is something, I mean, I'm touching on, you know, other subjects now, but this is also for me, one of the most important things, especially about my own relationship with that continent and my time there is that I didn't actually go there as a the way most white people go there which is as a sort of part of the humanitarian business and you can probably tell i'm a little bit cynical about that already i i went there for love i went there for my now ex-wife ex-wife i was sort of following her career but um and there is there is a big problem with most white people or most westerners going there mm-hmm. and that's why there's a real conundrum it's wonderful i was lucky enough to go there not for this reason, right? but most people go there with this assumption that they're going there to help people. Mm
0: -hmm. The
2: problem with that assumption is that assumes a sense of superiority. Yes. If I'm going to get in my airplane or get in an airplane with the money that I have to do that and fly halfway around the world, because I think I can help people, Mm -hmm. it automatically assumes those people are essentially below me.
0: Right. And, and that I, know know I'm, know that. I know I'm
2: tangenting here, but it's just a very important part of my work. And it's important part of my, you know, my, my narrative or my attitude around, around this. So um, I, I, in some ways, I feel like I kind of got lucky because I got over there without going there as a, a sort of feeling that I was superior. I just, I went there out of chance in a sense. And once I got there, not only was it a place that I could explore my own creativity, um, but it was a place where I was like, "Wow, there's all these incredible, incredibly talented, you know, young people, and I get to work with them. I get to collaborate with them, and that's, you know, that's my privilege. That's my pleasure. Like, uh, I'm lucky that I, in a sense, that I get to do this. Um, but I'm also able to then be a voice to the rest of the world." around what actually goes on there because i think most people don't know that there's some insanely talented populace of young kenyans both in tech in film in music you know et cetera, et cetera. so
0: absolutely and i agree um i just love hearing that i love listening to your stories and your and your heartfelt message of um of your experience there. It's really beautiful and it's so, so important. Um, It's not uh, that we are to look at the world as a tourist of what we can gain from it. It's what we can um, relate to and also have both experiences for both um, the, the country for us and for the country we're visiting. Um, so that we can share and um, there there can be a good exchange of for us understanding and respect and love and then if we can give anything else you know I don't know what we can give but we offer that in case we can but an no,
2: equal sorry to interrupt but you said a good exchange I would say an equal exchange
0: yes equal you exchange.
2: know and that's and I think that's an important part of it is sort of sure, I might have things to teach you, but you certainly have things to teach me as well. And and it's an equal exchange. And um, yeah, anyway.
0: I love that. Don't you love that, Paul?
2: Yeah, I, I, I
1: certainly do. And it's, you know, I, and you're right. I think, you know, we forget that sometimes. It's, you know, people that are going to other parts of the country, whether it's Latin America or Africa, it's like, I'm going there to help save people. So you're right. You're instantly in that position of superiority of, yeah. of, um, you know, the white savior, if you will, yeah. Yeah. type of mentality. And uh, exactly. so it's fantastic that you share that and you reiterate that, that they have just as much to teach us as we we might be able to teach or help them with. And it's my understanding, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, but, uh, you know, you touched on film as well. Obviously, you know, your passion and what you do besides tech, but I know that Africa, and forgive me for just being so all-encompassing, but uh, sure. I, and you could maybe tell me, which locations but i know that africa has this thriving film community Mm. this diy uh aspect to it because maybe the, the funds aren't there maybe the equipment isn't there so they're actually shooting films that people are watching or tv shows that that make it to their big screens and get shared and uh you know we might look at it and go like oh my god it's you know how did they even get this done but they're getting it done so it just shows you where there's a will there's a way we don't have any excuse not get
2: things done so thank you for sharing that yeah that's a good point that's a very good point actually there's a there's a a whole continent of young people that are shooting stuff and 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 just achieving stuff with very little um so that's a good it's a good reminder you know in a way for those of us in the west who might complain about oh we don't have the you know the resources or, or or whatnot you can just you can go out. Uh, I mean, I'm ready to shoot my movie, but I've only got an iPhone 12.
1: Uh, I need an iPhone right. 15. So anyone that wants to please, otherwise I'm never going to get my movie done. You know, can't. Six, so six, the six, 12, six. 12 is not going to happen. No, 15, absolutely not.
2: Good 12. No, it's not.
1: It's it's like a year old. Absolutely not. I need no. it. I need the newest
2: one. It's only okay. That's only what? 2.1 billion pixels. You I, I need 2.4 billion to mm-hmm. be good, I think. Obviously. <laughs> Oh! Oh! Here comes the bubbles.
0: <laughs> I guess I'm blowing it too forceful. Uh, let me slow it down.
1: Yay!
0: Okay. <laughs> Talk about that, Champ. Anthony Bourdain. Um, Parts unknown, 2018. It was a, a TV series you composed and a documentary adventure. Um, tell us about that, Jason.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a crazy story, um, and and for those who who know and love Anthony Bourdain, you know, deeply, it's, it is kind of a crazy one. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll try to be brief because it is quite a complex and incredible story, but there's something crazy that happened to me. So I was actually, when I found myself in Kenya and again, personal life, but found myself essentially there divorced, uh, not really any particular job. I actually arrived as a visual artist, by the way, and it was only because I, had someone who said, "You know, you're kind of funny. You should start writing scripts." That's when I sort of began to switch over to the filmmaking business. That was about a decade ago. But anywho, um, I one of the things I did to kind of make money, essentially, and kind of figure out work, is I created projects for U.S. embassies across Africa as, a, as an artist and as a what I call a cultural envoy. And they would fund me to come there as a visual artist or as a filmmaker and do projects with a particular U.S. embassy. So I did a few of those projects in Kinshasa in in what's known as the Democratic Republic of Congo, formerly known as Zaire. This is like the most massive country right in the center of Africa. Massive Congo jungle dominates most of it. So I was in a city in the very center of the Congo quote or of the Democratic Republic of Congo, DRC a city called Kisangani. It's literally in the center of the jungle. And I was at the only guest house in town whatsoever, just a simple guest house. And I was sitting in the courtyard one day and I heard this New York accent behind me. I was like, who could that be? You know, it's not like I'm expecting to hear uh, a, a New York accent, much less an American. I turn around and it's Anthony Bourdain. And he's there with his entire film crew filming their at that time, he did a piece on going down the Congo River and eating all this crazy bush meat and crazy shit. So he was there at the same guest house at the same time randomly. And we, we literally saw each other a few different times, breakfast here, dinner there. I tried to create banter whenever I could. you know. And I tried to tell him, you've got to come to Kenya. I was living in Kenya this whole time. You've got to come. He said, it's on the top of my list. I want to go there. I was like, you gotta go. I was stupid enough not to somehow get his contact. I should have gotten it. Um, but so I never, I sort of, last time I saw him, I sort of lost touch. I wasn't able to keep that you know, relationship going. Fast forward now, um, um, how is it? Only two, three, let's say three years. I'm remembering exactly now. He comes to Kenya right he comes to kenya i in fact he stayed the people that host him and he stays with are all my friends i don't i don't see him then but i know of his all of his goings and comings and because there's all my friends hosting in there in kenya and he does he films what ends up being now his pent ultimate episode of his life the second to last episode that he made was was in kenya before he died and some, and so then randomly, because I'm from San Francisco and I've been missing it so badly the whole time I was in Africa, I was like, you know what, I really want to sell my music. I'm going to go find a distributor in San Francisco. So I find this random distributor in San Francisco. Lo and behold, they suddenly write me. There's a show called Parts Unknown, Anthony Bourdain. It's a CNN show. They want your song. And here's a very, very small amount of money for that, which I won't get into that. But um, I said, great. And not only did they take my song, and I recorded this song on a, in a, sh- literally a shack in the, on the wrong side of the tracks of Nairobi with a crashing PC with one acoustic guitar and one incredible young Kenyan producer. And, um, and, and I should also say, and two my, at the time, my sort of two bandmates, two rappers, two Kenyan rappers who were rapping in Swahili while I was doing an acoustic guitar riff and then singing the hook. And so not only did the Parts Unknown take that song, but they created this, what ended up being like literally a 90 second montage based on the lyrics of the song that they filmed in a certain uh, they call it a slum that's to us, that's a rude word. It's, you know, it's a very, very, very poor part of town. And they actually copied some imagery from a, a recent, from a previous movie in Kenya of these kids with face paint and their heroes. Anyway, they did all of that. And they even, they even juxtaposed my own voice singing voice with Anthony Bourdain's narrative voice as they, they brought mine down and brought his up and then they brought his down and brought mine up. Like it was like, When I saw it, I was like, I can't even believe that they've done this. They created this whole piece in a way based on the kind of inspirational lyrics. The song is called I Could Be Something. And it's sort of this inspirational, you know, lyrics in a sense. So that was a crazy deep honor for me. I was sad I didn't never got to see him again. You know, again, I didn't, I didn't actually see him when he was in Kenya, but it was a, it was a deep honor. And I, it was also for me honoring like that kind of, Music making that's very lo-fi, and it doesn't matter where you are in the in in the world. But if the song you know touches you, then you know it's meaningful.
1: Wow, what what, what a beautiful story! Of course, I was going to make a joke, like I'm ready to record my song, but I only have that's an right. iPhone 12. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, I would you know I need an iPhone 14 for that. Yeah. Uh, but what a beautiful story! And it just goes to show that maybe you and Anthony were destined to somehow come together, work together, uh, and had he he lived, I mean, you you know, you you would have worked together again. I mean,
2: it's
1: so random, though, that, I mean, you happen to meet, and then I would imagine it it wasn't because you were like, hey, here's my song,
2: use it. I mean, they found it, they found you. That was kind of random serendipity.
0: Congratulations, Jason. What a story. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's really phenomenal. I'm so proud By of you. By the way, also, you... sorry to
2: interrupt you, but he was just to let you know, when I met him in the guest house in in in, in the Congo, he was extremely like friendly and polite. Real, a real, like a real gentleman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Special
0: time and yeah. what a special episode for you to be a part of that. Yeah, thank
1: you. Appreciate it. Can people uh find I found uh <laughs> I found a Jason Quarter on Spotify. Is that you? Because there's also <laughs> a baseball player and, and a pervert out there, so I know that you're not those two. But uh, is that yeah. you on Spotify? Or so that's a know? good question. <laughs> I
2: hate I hate that the answer is complicated. It's something that drives me crazy on a daily basis. So there's another Jason Quarter who is an ambient or ambient. He's in the ambient genre he also spent time in france where i spent time before i went to nairobi and it's just funny and so sometimes we get confused i always had my name on uh, in in the music world as just my last name i was going for the the one name guy so i was quarter but somehow some way a lot of my music ended up on spotify and other platforms as jason quarter so you might find a couple of things there that are not me if it's ambient music, it's not me. If it's very hooky and simple and poppy, then you know it's me. I, most of it is me, I will say. His is a bit more whatever underground, if you will. But um, yes, generally speaking, if you see Jason Quarter, that is me, or if you see Quarter, of course, and it's and it's spelled for those that are listening, it's spelled
1: C O R D E R. So I, I like the I like where you're going with this. You know, there, there was
2: Bono sting and quarter of course so don't forget beck who is my (laughs) hero so there's the other one wait did you interview beck are you friend was that you no yes i well okay there's a a i guess it's complicated well i did meet beck and spent and spent a good while with him backstage and gave him a painting i'd done for him and that's a whole other story but i don't know if maybe what you're referring to is that on clubhouse i ended up hosting a couple of rooms yeah with the number one Beck sort of fan person on Instagram who goes by the name the gospel of Beck and I hosted a few rooms where we because I've been a Beck obsessive for 25 years or 30 years so I know everything there is to know about him as well and she does too so yeah we had a few that that was me in terms of that I think I think that's what was that was in what was me. in my in my mind was but sorry was not, to, that not to that's a whole nother tangent but <laughs> but yes the one name the one name but it didn't work I tried and then they just put that Jason in there because I felt like quarter is such a musical name it's like recorder
0: yeah it really is
2: right isn't so, there something like a quarter note
1: maybe also
2: I don't know but well, yeah. that's what the Q but that's with the Q U. <laughs> but So
0: I I wanted to, I have this pressing question that I wanted to ask you, Jason. Yeah. How did you become an envoy? What is it? How did you become an envoy for embassies?
2: Okay, I made up the title Cultural Envoy. There is like a, what is there? There's like a peace envoy. I mean, envoy means, is a French word that means to send. So, right, so it's kind of like, you're sending this diplomat. That's the idea. I made up the cultural. I just learned who to approach at the embassy that has their hand on the purse strings for funding of this kind. And I'll be, and I, because I like, I think people love knowing numbers. Why do we hide them? So I was just FYI, for those of you who want to try to do this, I was getting budgets of between, I don't know, 15 and 30 grand to go and do a two or three week project in a certain country. And the proposal that I would give them, whether it was as a visual artist, I mentioned I was actually a visual artist for much of my life, or a filmmaker, I, would, I would, first I would learn what their main pressing issues were. So I would talk to that person, find out what they're working on, and then I would construct a proposal around it. But usually, the general idea was to work with young people, whether it was doing painting with sustainable materials and talking about gender or religious tolerance, or whether it was making a documentary film together about young entrepreneurs in the country. You know, it was sort of something that helped and focused on and highlighted some part of the country or some part of the people or et cetera. And we would fund it and if the timing was right or, or, or whatever, and uh, I would, as I said, would, I would fly there for a couple of weeks. The whole thing would be paid for from that budget. I would make my own cultural envoy fee, you know, with a daily rate that I had that, in, that I managed to increase over seven years I was doing this in Kenya or so, so.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing, and what fun, you know, traveling is really the best education. It's so fun, and the people that you meet um they're they're really treasures and great memories for each and everyone who has the the opportunity to, to do that mm. so Jason thank you for that and um what are you what's fun and new now what's fun and new and what are you working on
2: a lot a lot is fun and new and a lot I think every day I wake up in life is a comedy skit but that's fun and new <laughs> it's Monty Python 24 seven baby i mean jesus i can't walk out of the house out of the house without doing a british accent i tell you come on um a lot I mean, what i would say is i've been really i've been working on a few features and writing those whether that i'm writing it myself or i've in a lot of cases I've, I've i've hired a writer on spec as we say to write it which means i'm not paying you right now but i'm giving you a contract that's gonna make you $150,000 as soon as we get funded. Or, you know, you know how that works. I've done I've done this, I've been hired on spec myself. Um, and, and, or working with a multiple writers, there's a film that came to me because of one comment made by the guy as I was checking out at Natural Grocers. And so Natural Grocers in Sedona, so I live in this weird little town called Sedona, which is the, the most number one new age town in America. And so every day is a, is a comedy skit. And so at natural grocers where I literally go every day, I'm like a French shopper. I like to French, I like, I like to French every day. I like to shop every day instead of shopping a huge amount and stocking up in my fridge. I'm like French, like, you no, know, I would just go every day and get the things I need. And anyway, the guy, he looks like white Jesus and he wears like a tunic, like he's Friar tuck. And he's got, he's like six, five. And he's like this white kid from Boston and he's got a huge wooden cross around his neck. And he said, dude, you're so much like Vince Vaughn. Cause I'm always doing jokes as I go through there. And probably like, I'm sure Paul, if Paul was shopping every day at natural grocers, Paul would be definitely yucking it up. Yes. Everyone there. And this guy was like, you're dude, you're so much like Vince Vaughn, man. You got to check him out. And then all these things happen. And then I got in touch with this Irish guy. Anyway, it all resulted in me now writing a script with three people I've hired. To write a script of what's going to be Vince Vaughn's most important dramatic role ever in which he's an alcoholic and it's all set in Ireland and he goes to Ireland and because I'm also have these Irish roots but anyway and and he and he learns to become sober through um through his journey in in there and 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 um and uh what's the Colin Farrell is meant to be these are all of course you know the fantasies we have as we're writing a script but I'm quite sure that I'll succeed in, in this case and Colin Farrell will be the one Helping him um, to become sober. So it's a story of, it's an it's a story of sobriety and and it's also really ultimately and this is what a lot of my work has been about recently. To me, it's actually a story about men, and it's a story about male mental health.
0: Oh, this is wonderful.
2: And what it what it means to be a man. Um, uh, what are some of the specific ways that we need to heal men? yeah Um, and the acknowledgement that if we heal the men we kind of end you know a lot of the problems also so
0: oh i love this i love it bravo and brilliant jason thank you i'm so proud of you and i love hearing this paul what are your thoughts
1: i love it i mean anything that helps i think you know uh men especially of a certain age that that uh, and from certain even ethnicity where it's tough to talk about mental health it's not something that's talked about you know men can't cry men can't show emotion i think anything that helps that is, is wonderful and i could definitely see vince vaughn doing something like like right. this because uh, yeah, he, he's you know he's a great actor he, he's right. sure he's funny and a lot right. of times he's you know who he plays himself but th- there's no reason that that he shouldn't do this i'm going to reach out to you because uh okay i, I have a few connections with vince i mean unless oh, nice. you already do but oh, nice. uh, you know, the whole Chicago Well, well thing.
2: my one, the one main connection I have, which was part of how I also thought, okay, I can just is is a is a a troublesome connection. Let's put it that way. So I I'm 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 ha- very happy to hear what you're saying, and please do reach out. I will, I, I will. I'll DM you on Instagram. Uh, we can reconnect okay. there. Okay. Uh, and then
1: also, I have friends that uh, have a, this first look deal with Sony, so they're always looking for projects. I can't promise Wait. anything, but maybe I can connect you to so absolutely
2: wonderful yeah i love it hey that that you're boom you're a producer on the on the film like that so you know how it works perfect done <laughs> there
0: you it. go there you go you know what i'm doing the happy dance over here because i'm so so happy this is what it's love all about. that connection and networking and working together and i love this and I'm so sorry, I have to say. We have to start wrapping it up soon. And so we're going to do heart messages and go around to everybody. But it's just been so much great fun with you, Jason. Thank you so much. You are an absolute
2: thank pleasure.
0: It's so, so great it's to have pleasure. you. So thank you again. Um, Paul, let's start with you. Your heart message for this week, October.
1: October 2022, heart message. Paul Vato. I love the fact that we're all somehow bringing the world, making it smaller, bringing it closer to each other. And a lot of it is through these exchanges, uh, you know, going to Africa, you know, not to help, but because of a relationship, but then getting so much out of that. And then us doing shows like this. I know, you know, I have my own podcast, Paul Vato Presents, uh, which I would love to have you on there as well, because I do like talking about the money aspect.
2: How much did you get for this? How much does it cost yeah. to make this? I was thinking uh, about on, sorry to interrupt, I was thinking about on Clubhouse that we should have a, a room that's just literally people coming on and saying, this is how much money I made for this. This is how much money I made for that. Like the entire room. I always think about that. I, I, w- I would love that. Whenever I
1: watch oh a travel show, I think that it's so important. Even when they're like, oh, I'm in Thailand and I'm eating this. Well, how much is it? You know, I want to yeah. know. And it's just out of curiosity. But, you know, yeah. uh, uh, no, no other reason other than that. Uh, so I would love to co-host a room with you
0: on yeah. Clubhouse
1: uh, and continue to cool. make the, the world smaller. I mean, I'm getting listens from, from Ireland, from, mm-hmm. from, you know, all over, from India. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how are these people finding my podcast? I mean, like 5% are from India. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, without any promotions, that's a lot of people yeah. that have found my podcast. So I love that we're able to do this. I love that, AJ, thank you for being the super connector and bringing us all together And then and and Jason being so open with with your, um, you know, the information and everything. So thank you. I just want to continue to do this and bring great content to the world as soon as I get my iPhone 14, of course. So, (laughs) yeah, don't try
2: before then. No, 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 I'm not.
1: I'm not. I'm not even going to try. I mean, (laughs) this phone can barely see me, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. Of course, everyone get out there and, and do it. So thank you for, for joining us. Yes, and-
0: everyone have your camera and <laughs> and and film. I love that, Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you. And and I loved what you said, Paul. You're you're one you really are wonderful. Um, Jason, over to you for your heart message for October.
2: Wow. Um heart message, yeah. I mean, I guess it's uh I guess it's really open up that heart, you know, and and I think also just what I say, Vince. Um, but what Vince connected with um, in in the script I was just talking about, Vince Vaughn, um, his character his character is Jake, so I'll say Jake. What Jay connected with was the feminine, um, the, the the we could say you know almost the archetype of the feminine. But I, to me, the feminine includes all of nature. know itself sort of the earth itself and um again just harping on you know male mental health i feel like that's why a lot of men are kind of wayward and unhappy and and alone and lonely and is they're disconnected from the feminine really in general but in specifically nature itself so i guess my message is just go out there just go to a forest and take off your shoes
0: I love that. I love that. And I'm going to add on to that. That was brilliant. I'm going to add on to that. Hug a tree. If you if you're walking by a park or you see a tree, you can hug the tree and and say thank you tree for <laughs> for all for giving us oxygen to breathe. <laughs> but my heart I love that so much. Thank you so much for being a fantastic guest thank jason. you guys you're amazing and my heart message is also um anything is possible keep that kindness moving forward just like paul and jason are doing and also one more thing that you said jason i want to touch on you are not alone uh the men out there you're not alone and the women out there you're not alone either so reach out there's help there's support and um Yes. So thank you so much for a wonderful Film Talk with A.J. Dean show, Jason. And until. Thank you. Go ahead. What'd you say, love?
2: Oh, sorry. Just saying thank you guys. That was really, really fun. Appreciate that.
0: That's wonderful. Okay. So until we meet again and we'll see you on Clubhouse, Jason. Absolutely. Thank you. Me and
2: Paul are going to do the money room. The (laughs) honest money room, guys. What are we hiding?
0: Beautiful. All right. So until, uh, until we meet again and on Clubhouse, thanks again. And au revoir. Support, uh, Jason, uh, quarter and quarter productions, support Paul Votto, and please click and support some, and subscribe. And thank you again for watching and until next time. Bye-bye.